0: And thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to The Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of stoicism and I dive a little deeper into it. Sometimes that's me interviewing another person about stoicism. Sometimes that's me just talking about what's on my mind and what I'm dealing with that week. Hopefully, you can learn something from my experiences, both my successes and failures, and maybe apply some of these lessons in your own life. This week's episode is called Be Yourself. How much of our lives do we spend living in a way to please other people? How much unhappiness do we feel in our lives because we're just not being ourselves? Today I want to talk about why it can be really hard to live authentically and give you some suggestions and ways that we can do so. So I'm going to read a quote from Seneca. It's fairly long, but it was really hard to just pull out one little bit of it, so I'm going to read the whole thing here. And this too affords no small occasions for anxieties. If you are bent on assuming a pose and never reveal yourself to anyone frankly, in the fashion of many who live a false life that is all made up for show, for it is torturous to be constantly watching oneself and be fearful of being caught out of our usual role. And we are never free from concern if we think that every time anyone looks at us, he is always taking our measure. For many things happen that strip off our pretense against our will. And, though all this attention to self is successful... Yet the life of those who live under a mask cannot be happy and without anxiety. But how much pleasure is there in simplicity that is pure, in itself, unadorned, and veils no part of its character? Yet even such a life as this does run some risk of scorn, if everything lies open to everybody. For there are those who disdain whatever has become too familiar. But neither does virtue run any risk of being despised when she is brought close to the eyes. And it is better to be scorned by reason of simplicity Than tortured by perpetual pretense. Now there's a lot to unpack there, and I hope that I do a a fair job of of kind of discussing some of the things that he talked about. So in my experience, growing up, I was constantly adjusting and perfecting the persona that I had, and that I showed to other people. Because I was expected to be a good little Mormon boy, we always use the term Peter Priesthood, I was constantly making sure that I was never really revealing my true thoughts and feelings about a lot of things, especially depending on what kind of company I was in. I learned to espouse the correct views so that I was able to fit into the culture. It was only when I spent time with my theater friends outside of church or school that I felt like I was able to really be much more my true self. The biggest problem with this is that I always felt like I was a fraud. I disagreed with a lot of what the church had as far as doctrine, but because I've been raised to believe that the church doctrine was the word of God and its leaders were infallible, I felt like there was something wrong with me rather than with the teachings and the people who were leading the church. So the church's views on topics ranging from sexuality to science to the treatment of women were just things that never really fit with my own opinions and ideas and what I felt was right. Because I was so immersed in the culture, though, I got pretty good at saying all the right things at the right time. This was also something that I had to do at home, where I hid my true feelings and thoughts, often in order to keep the peace with my father. Learning to navigate his explosive moods to stay safe from his wrath also felt like a tamping down of my own self. And it's taken years, well, actually decades, to learn to stand up for my own opinions. And oftentimes, I'm not even sure what it was that I felt or thought about things, or what I really wanted as a person, Because I spent so much time hiding my wants and needs in order to fit in with what others wanted and to remain a good member of the church. Now over time, what this did to me and what this does to others is that it gives you the message that who you are as a person is not acceptable. And because we all want to fit in, we'll bury that true self because that self is not okay. And we end up miserable because deep down inside we know that we're just faking it to get along. We're lying to ourselves and everyone around us, and that honestly takes a toll on our mental health. We'll often start to feel resentful of those around us because we feel like they are the reason that we can't relax and just be ourselves. When in reality, it's a prison of our own making. We spend so much of our time just doing things or acting in a way to fit in with those around us, and this feels so disingenuous and fake and not who we really want to be. But this is what happens when you are well socialized. We're all trained by our culture, how to fit in and what things are acceptable and what things gain you approval from others. And breaking this kind of thinking and behavior is really hard for most of us because from birth, we're trained to seek approval. And for most of us, this pretense we're taught to keep up feels fake, but we're really not sure how to be otherwise. And recognizing this feeling though, is where the work starts. Once you look around and you see what is really going on, you have choices. Do you go with the flow or are you honest with yourself and with others about who you really are and what you really want? Do you tell people no when you don't want to do something or do you just go along with the crowd so, so as not to offend other people? Do you step up and be that person that you want to be regardless of who others want you to be? These are not easy choices. And it feels like there is so much at stake for stepping up and owning your life. But there's even more at stake if you don't, which is that you live a life that you regret when your life comes to a close. So how do we break out of this pattern? How do we take off this mask? I think the first step is to learn to accept yourself for exactly who you are. And this is not an easy thing at all. Because when you've been brought up with the subtle message that the person that you are deep down inside is not acceptable, it's really hard to believe that you're okay. But I'll tell you something. You are okay. Do you know how I know that? Because you are here on the planet to be exactly who you are. No one else is just like you, so your job is to be the best you that you can be. And just Accept all the messy, weird, and quirky bits that are you. I mean, those are the things that make you you. We do this with our friends all the time. So do yourself a favor and give yourself that same courtesy. Second, and one of the most important things, is spend time with people that accept you and encourage you to be yourself. If people don't like you for being yourself, then they are not your people, and that's okay. I mean, why should we spend time trying to fit in with others that don't like who you really are? Be around those who you can be honest with, that you can tell your truth to without being shamed or being belittled. Another step that I have found comes from one of my favorite authors, Neil Gaiman. In a commencement speech at the University of Philadelphia back in 2012, he said that one of the most important things we can do in life is to make good art. Now, why art? Why is so? Why do I think that art is such an important thing for people to do? I think that art has always been a way for people to explore facets about themselves. Writing, drawing, sculpting, singing, composing music. Whatever it is that you can do, just do it. I mean, you can find those things that make you unique. And don't worry about if it's good or not. This is not about impressing anybody. It's about you just exploring who you are and making things that are all about you. What it really comes down to is learning to listen to yourself, knowing what you want, and making choices that suit you best rather than those that make others happy. You may lose friends and even family if you take that path, but you just might find yourself. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others,